So the Trump administration is trying to ban this. Dumb. I mean, let me, let me, let me, let me get this straight. Cigarette smoking is responsible for half, almost half a million deaths a year. But vaping, this, has killed six people total? All right, well, let's go with banning vaping, right? Of course. According to Trump, this is a Melania initiative. Oh, Donald, I'm so frightened that Beron might be vaping. And, you know, I love Melania, but this is why the first lady should be nowhere near politics. To be honest, I think vapors are kind of annoying. You know, you'll be enjoying a meal at a restaurant and then you'll get a whiff of like some disgusting sweet smoke that like somewhat resembles strawberry. And then you'll look and you'll see some like fat kids sitting there blowing out smoke like a locomotive. You know, the jewel's not so bad because it's like the jewel's not like this explosion of smoke. You know, I hate that one. What's that one? It's like with the thick, heavy smoke and it's like has like a box at the bottom with brown liquid in it. You know what I'm talking about? It's it's gross. But, you know, I think we have bigger problems to worry about than this. First, I'm going to tell you how you can keep your hair because vaping, I'm told, uh, leads to hair loss. And everybody knows it, of course. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But you don't want to lose your hair. If you've been seeing some early signs of hair loss, you may want to listen up. What you may not know is that the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. And now there's a possible solution. The FDA approved two hair, lo- uh, two hair loss treatment products to help control your DHT and prevent you from losing your hair. It's even triggered hair regrowth in a good percentage of guys. But until now, those products were very expensive. You got to go to your doctor. So it's very inconvenient. Here's the good news. A company called Keeps offers the generic versions of those two approved hair loss products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, they're now totally affordable. How it works is you snap a few pictures of your hair and a licensed doctor gives you the hair loss treatment you need. Go to keeps.com slash WHB for your free online doctor consult and get your first month of hair treatments free. That's keeps.com slash WHB, keeps.com slash WHB. Okay, so back to vaping. Kind of having fun doing this. And I don't even advocate it. I don't. Kids out there, no, no, bad, bad. I, I mean, I actually don't even know if I'm allowed to be vaping in here. Clearly, I don't give a flying crap. But while I don't appear to be harming anyone other than myself, perhaps, the government still thinks they have a right to tell me I can't do this. Trump made his announcement earlier this week. Watch. Vaping has become a very big business, as I understand it, like a giant business in a very short period of time. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the First Lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a, a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. We're both reading it. A lot of people are reading it. But people are dying with vaping. Yeah, six people have died, all right? And yet the Trump administration is preparing to ban flavored e-cigarettes as federal health officials call for restrictions to combat an outbreak of mysterious lung disease that has sickened hundreds and killed at least six people. U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar told reporters Wednesday. And according to The New York Times... The Trump administration said on Wednesday that it would ban the sale of most flavored e-cigarettes at a time when hundreds of people have been sickened by mysterious lung illnesses and teenage vaping continues to rise. Why are we banning vaping? 
when 480,000 people, not six, 480,000 people have died from smoking cigarettes every single year, every single year. If smoking rates continue, 5.6 million kids who are under 18 alive today will ultimately die from smoking. 16 million people currently suffer from smoking-caused illnesses. So you would think if they're gonna ban anything, they'd ban cigarettes, especially because cigarettes, there's evidence that secondhand smoke harms other people. There's no evidence that vaping harms anyone except for the person engaging in it. Meanwhile, we're legalizing uh, marijuana, which links to psychosis. In January, a reporter named Alex Berenson wrote a book, Tell Your Children the Truth About Marijuana Mental Illness and Violence, and in it, he cites hundreds of studies that show a direct link between marijuana use and psychoses such as schizophrenia. And he shows that psychosis diagnoses have increased in states like Colorado where they have legalized cannabis. So if government, as Trump says, can't let people get sick, then why are we working so hard to legalize marijuana? In June of 2018, the president was asked about bipartisan legislation sponsored by Senator Cory Gardner that would protect states with legal cannabis systems from federal intervention. And Trump said that he really supports the bill, really supports marijuana, but doesn't want people to become sick and die. Well, along with the surge in marijuana consumption has been a surge in overdose deaths and diagnoses of psychosis. So wouldn't that be more of a priority than vaping? I mean, the libertarian in me believes that people should be able to do whatever they want to do to themselves as long as it does not affect me or other people. But legalizing drugs simply is just not a priority for me. But neither is having more legislation to ban substances that are relatively innocuous compared to the drug epidemic we have with opiates, which I think is the real epidemic. We should be focusing on the harmful immigration policies that allow those deadly drugs like fentanyl to get into the country, not people who are just trying to hit the jewel. I mean, is it the tobacco lobby? I don't know. Is it that maybe Melania has a personal story about a certain youth vaping? Virtually no one is getting harmed with vape pens, okay? There's some evidence that the user may be, but that's the user's choice to use this substance. This country has real problems to deal with. In 2017, more than 70,000 people died from drug overdoses, most of which have been smuggled in by the cartels. So if you want to stop people from getting sick and dying, there's a border crisis you could solve. Now, the, I, I don't know. The administration might argue that you can solve both, both at the same time. But departments simply do not need to be focused on banning jewels. This is silly. This is an unnecessary nanny state regulation. If you want to regulate behavior that harms the user, uh, there's a whole lot of other things that, uh, that people could think of that would harm the user. And this is not it. This is a dumb idea. And the fact that it is not just something Trump said, and you know, as he often does, is just running off of the mouth, but something that Alex Azar said would be happening is completely frivolous in my judgment. All right, imagine being a grown ass woman who has held jobs at some of the highest levels of government, once a shoe in for president, and then losing, and then having a complete mental breakdown and being treated like a fragile little child playing pretend president for the rest of your life. That is Hillary Clinton. So there's this dumb art exhibit in Venice, Italy, displaying a printed stack of Hillary's emails 
that were sent through her private server on top of a, rep, uh, a replica of a Resolute desk. Because, you know, it's, these emails are not a big deal. It's supposed to be commentary on how trivial her emails are and how they were just used by Trump to villainize and defeat Hillary. You know, because issues of negligence in relation to our national security that could potentially spill secrets is completely trivial, right? And on top of it all, Hillary Clinton herself flew to the other side of the earth, not caring about carbon emissions, obviously, to sit at the desk for an hour and play pretend like she's the president. She can't be the president, so she's pretending to be the president. I mean, it doesn't get much richer than that. I mean, isn't, isn't she embarrassed? Oh, I didn't win, so I'm just going to pretend I did. You know, I want to know, did she get paid for that? If anything, if anything, I bet she paid them. Please, 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 I, I really need this. This is really important to me. I'll pay you money from Clinton Cash. And then at the end, they ask her, you know, oh, Mrs. Clinton, did you have a special little day? Was it a lot of fun for you to play pretend president? And anyone can go in, they can look at them, there's nothing there. It's, uh, it, it's an artistic way of making the same point that I made in a book I wrote called What Happened. And that is, there was nothing wrong, there was nothing that should have been so uh, controversial. I mean, she's still not over it. Guys, she's still not over the fact that she lost. And she is literally pretending to be president because she didn't actually get it. And then she's calling it art, some sort of artistic statement. Let's be clear, this is not art. This is delusion. You know, liberals, they have a habit of calling things that are simply childish art. You know, some guy comes along and he draws a line on a piece of paper. That belongs in a museum. Delusion is the norm for liberals. Not art, believe me. But the artist is some guy named Kenneth who teaches at the University of Pennsylvania, Penn. He's a poet whose body of work includes reading Michael Brown's autopsy report to an audience. It's performance art. You know, performance art is so pretentious. Remember, remember the artist at Columbia University who pretended she was raped just so she could walk around campus with her mattress and then she called it a thesis in art? I mean, it's so self-aggrandizing. Just like everything Hillary Clinton has done since she lost the election, since she became not your president. And she looks terrible behind that desk. I mean, can we pull it up again? She looks small. She looks not at all presidential. So, I mean, we, <laughs> we really dodged a bullet with that one. I mean, can you imagine that? Trying to negotiate peace with Kim Jong-un? I mean, it would be so awkward when they both showed up wearing the same outfit. And now that we know how horribly she deals with rejection, I think we all should agree she would have been a disaster of a president. Maybe her first encounter with Lil' Kim doesn't go so well. Next thing you know, we're dropping a nuclear bomb on North Korea. Oh, what's that? Iran isn't complying with the nuclear deal? Bomb them! Did I hear red states are voting against gun confiscation? Bomb them too! It must be so embarrassing for the Democrat Party that she still has not moved on. Not after her book, not after her speaking tour. She can't get over it. I mean, at least, you know, when Al Gore lost... He went into promoting climate panic and making movies to scare children into thinking they were dying. Stupid, moronic, but at least it was something. John Kerry lost in 2004. He stayed active in politics, though. McCain lost in 2008. That didn't stop him from, taking, from tanking health care 10 years later, you know. 
Romney lost in 2012 and he's back in the Senate. What are you doing, Hillary Clinton? You're going to art shows where you pretend to be president? You are just showing how entitled you and your party has become. Uh, you guys think politics belongs to you because it's not a phenomenon exclusive to Her Royal Highness Hillary Rodden Clinton. It's the entire left wing. They think they own politics. Meanwhile, Trump is the president and Trump is filling stadiums with thousands of people camping out for days just to hear him speak. But you hardly hear anything about that on the news. You only hear about how the top three contenders on the Democrat side beat him in some stupid head to head poll. We know the polls don't work, but they do it because it soothes them. It makes them think that everything's going to be okay. And oh, this nightmare with Trump's presidency, it will all be over soon. No, it won't. I've got news for you. And they're talking about a third term. I'm just saying. The news for you is Trump is not through. You're not getting rid of him in 2020. And in fact, he's just getting started. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.